Hey mamas, welcome to Breastfeeding Relief with Bethany. We share incredible stories, tips, and breastfeeding ideas to help on your journey. I'm your host, Bethany Laverne, a lactation consultant and speech therapist who helps mamas with breastfeeding. Not all breastfeeding stories are the same, and we dive into those topics. Hi, Alyssa. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you, Bethany? Awesome. Thank you. Doing good. Tell me about yourself and how many kiddos you have. Um, well, I am a mom to six amazing kiddos, three Earthside, two in heaven. Okay. And well, technically one on the way. So five and a half, but well, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> I liked how you said half, you know, cause in America, you know, they always say the dream is 2.5 <laughs> kids. So I call my dog, my 0.5 kid. <laughs> well, I'm like, she's here internally, mm-hmm. but I'm not mm-hmm. actually having to remember to like, don't leave her in the stroller or the car yet. She's just kind of like, you know, carry on. So yeah, <laughs> a little different than a full Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is nice when they're just carry on for a while. <laughs> so why don't you tell us how some of your breastfeeding journeys went? Um, well, I breastfeeding was always something I wanted to do. It was always something that was very normal in my family. Mm-hmm. And then all of my first three kids had amazing latches. It was like the milk just came in, you know, it was like not a big deal. In fact, my, uh, my first, I ended up going back to work when he was three months old mm-hmm. and then I had to pump mm-hmm. and I was able to, um, do that exclusively for the first year. Okay. And then right towards the end, I had to supplement just a tad, you know, to make sure we, we were getting him all that he needed. But, um, with my second, she refused a bottle. So she was 100% on the booth like all the time okay and then my third oh he would have not stopped nursing if he he would probably still be nursing and he's three and a half okay so I mean I was like he'd probably go to college nursing like that's that's his passion um but I loved it it was always something that I very much cherished with my kids um I will say I was a little bummed they all refused a pacifier and seemed to think I was a human pacifier Mm -hmm. but you know Mm -hmm. it's a small it's a small season um but my fourth was actually probably my most noteworthy breastfeeding experience. Because again, like once you've kind of done it, you're like, Oh, I've done this. No big deal. You know? Yeah. And then, um, my fourth was a 25 weeker and, uh, she was one pound, two ounces when she was born. And she, uh, obviously born straight into the NICU. Mm -hmm. Um, she was intubated for the first eight months of her life. Ended wow. up with a tracheostomy. Mm-hmm. And so I went from at 23 weeks, having no idea anything was wrong to 25 weeks. I have a baby and now I have to pump mm-hmm. And in the NICU, especially that early breast milk is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, babies systems are so underdeveloped, like it just, you know, but it's also this like highly stressful situation right. and your body doesn't want to acknowledge, Oh, I had a baby. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Sure. So it was definitely um, not like the other ones. It was a a challenge from the get go, sure. and it was, um, but it was something that I'm really glad to have experienced and have gone through because it it opened my eyes to a whole new side. You know, like when sure. something comes easy, you kind of take it for granted, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, this doesn't come easy for everyone all the time. You know. So it was, it was a really, it was a really great experience. It was like the one thing I could do for my daughter. 
mm-hmm. you know, when they're hooked up to so many monitors and vents and oxygen and all these different mm-hmm. things. And you can't even, um, I wasn't able to hold her until she was 23 days old. Oh, wow. And, and so like the only thing for the, almost the first month of her life that I could do for her was to pump. Mm-hmm. And it was to this day, probably one of the things I'm most thankful and proud of mm-hmm. in my life mm-hmm. because we were able to, um, I was able to pump for her, her whole, her whole time in the NICU. Awesome. So yeah. Um, so it was definitely a different experience because obviously like when you're sure. nursing, if you're like, I mean, every breastfeeding journey is different. You've got mm-hmm. exclusively nursing, exclusively pumping, ex- you know, like a mixture, a mm-hmm. hybrid, all these different things. Yeah. And this was my first exclusively pumping experience. And it was sure. just, yeah, it was mind blowing. It was mm-hmm. lots of ups and downs. I can only imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that because I feel like as moms, you know, we always want the best for our children. We always think it's going to be perfect. And I feel like we need to think more about like what could go wrong. Like I'm not trying to be a negative Nelly, but it's good to hear, you know, from other moms that, you know, it's okay to not nurse your baby and it's okay to exclusively pump and still give them that awesome breast milk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, and I know so many insurances now pay for breast pumps. So please look up your insurance. I know I was able to call a number. Um, I was only given $50, which is nothing in terms of a breast pump. And so we did add money, um, to that, to get a higher breast pump. Um, but, um, do know that a lot come free and that you can also, um, get better pumps and just use some of the money towards that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's some good advice. Uh, what is something you wish you would have known about breastfeeding? Um, just kind of sticking with the same, the same trend, sure. um, looking more at my, my NICU experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, I wish I would have known that it is like it's, it's, it's completely different. It's not, um, because you're, you're working against almost your body in that aspect where mm-hmm. your body's not ready to be producing and different things. And if you don't sure. know that in the beginning, mm-hmm. it can be so discouraging because like, I think for my first 12 weeks, I was lucky if I got 30 milliliters per pump wow. between mm-hmm. both and a lot of lactation consultants aren't, um, aren't educated on when you're pumping for maybe that early. And so Mm -hmm. a lot of times they'll tell you, well, you just might not be producing your body just might not be able to do it. And I've seen so many NICU moms and I was almost in the same position where you think, oh, I just, I I guess can't do it. Mm -hmm. And, but I ended up sticking it out and by probably like her third, third month, Mm -hmm. um, I finally got up to where I was getting, you know, two to three ounces her pump. And awesome. it was such a relief to go, Oh, okay. Like, you know, it's not when you're pumping early, it's not the same. And the same goes for, uh, I've known moms who are in the NICU who are still able to nurse their babies. You mm-hmm. know, obviously mm-hmm. ours was intubated, so we weren't able sure. to nurse her. Um, but it's the same thing where it's like, you know, Oh, it's not coming in. Something's wrong with me. And it's like, no, sometimes mm-hmm. it just takes more time. And, sure. you know, not to mention, um, understanding how cortisol and stress impact your production mm, ability. So true. Um, 
I would have understood that because again, you're so stressed out and you're so sleep deprived. You're so like, you know, like in half the time they're like, well, pump around your baby. And you're like, when, when I'm pumping around my baby, there's alarms, going off. there's all this stuff. Right. right. You're still, like trying to relax and you're like, you know, and it's just, yeah. it, you, you learn though, you get to this place where it's almost like when you've been even in labor, like where you have to tell your body, like, no, we have to relax. We have to mm-hmm. fight or flight needs to go away. And I think if I had known that going into it, mm-hmm. I think I would have had a lot less, uh, reciprocal stress, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like where you're like, I'm not producing enough. And you start getting into this, like this tailspin of like, you know, what am I going to do? And again, when you feel like it's like the only thing you can do for your baby and you're like, I can't even do this. Like, mm-hmm. ah, you know, so I think I just wish I would have known that, like that it takes time. And just because, you know, they normally tell you it takes, what is it? Uh, oh, like I'm trying to think how many days it's been so long since it's been like a normal nursing situation, but um, what is it like a, a week to 12 days for your milk to fully come in kind of a thing. Oh, like, yes. I'm sorry. I wasn't right. sure where yeah. we were going with that. Mm-hmm. Sorry about yeah. that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like you have mm-hmm. this mindset of if I haven't, if it hasn't increased by then, you know, like mm-hmm. I wish I would have known that that is different. Sure. In that situation. Sure. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I feel like when you head home from the hospital, you know, they usually keep you for 48, 72 hours. Mm-hmm. I got discharged after 32 because I ask, I, everything went fine. And so mm-hmm. I get home and I'm like, oh my gosh, my milk hasn't come in. So I start freaking out myself mm-hmm. that it's not here. Oh, trust me. I knew when it came in, you will know your boobs <laughs> you know. get huge and you're like, oh, it's here. We're here mm-hmm. today. Um, and so again, maybe me freaking out about it and being like, honey, go make me oatmeal again. Right. You know, <laughs> like you're trying, you know, go buy me that pink drink from Starbucks, you know? Um, yeah. So, you know, uh, cause it has, um, oats. Coconut milk and yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, yeah, pro tip, go head over to Starbucks moms. I always say on your first day back to work, go stop at Starbucks <laughs> and get <a> drink. Um, <laughs> I like that. I will remember that. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> Treat yourself on the way to work while you're crying because you just dropped off your baby. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> uh-huh. I also had my lactation consultant told me, you know, along with that stress, you know, partly you need to um, not watch it. Don't sit back and go, oh, mm-hmm. we're up to an ounce. Uh, yep. Cover it. Stop watching it. it. Cover it up with a blanket, you know, yep. unless it's one of those ones you can tuck in and you can't see anyways, but cover it up with a blanket. She said, put your pods in, listen to music, listen to your favorite show, mm-hmm. you know, something to laugh at, you know, turn on friends, turn on the office, turn yep. on something that you really like. That's also, you don't have to concentrate on. Um, yep. And I do feel like that made a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like you had a lot more milk. Um, than if you sat and watched it because you're stressing out about it. Oh yeah, one thousand percent. One thousand percent. So I can't like that whole watch pot doesn't never boils. It's yes, like a watch tube never empties. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I think that'll be my new quote. A watch tube <laughs> will never empty. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you tell us what was one of your favorite breastfeeding products you used? Oh, uh, so I would say. My favorite product, again, sticking with the NICU theme, mm-hmm. um, the pump and pals, the silicone pumps okay, and getting actually fitted for flange sizes yes. was like a game changer. Because again, mm-hmm. I think that was also around the time when 
you know, like I could tell I had, I mean, I could tell I had more in, but I couldn't mm-hmm. get it to come out. And I was, I'm not one of those people that empties in 15 minutes. Sure. Like I am normally a, if I'm pumping, even with this, the, the good flanges, the fitted flanges, I'm pumping for at least 45 minutes. That's just mm-hmm. my body now nursing. Oh, we're done in like 10 minutes. It's like done, you know, but like, yeah, sure. I just don't respond as well to a pump as I do mm-hmm. my baby. Yeah. And those silicone flanges, number one, were so much more comfortable than the hard plastic ones. Awesome. Mm-hmm. They're, um, they're angled down. So it mimics a little bit more. Like if you were holding your baby and nursing mm-hmm. rather than like just pulling it straight out and like sure. your little nipple and it, you know, hurts. <laughs> yeah. Um, so just, it felt a lot better mm-hmm. and they seriously, like they would, cause before them, I think I was pumping for at least an hour every time. Mm-hmm. And once I had them, I was pumping between 30 to 45 minutes and getting the same amount, if not a little more. And awesome. so it was just so much more efficient. Mm-hmm. And again, just kind of helped you not to stress as much because you're not uncomfortable and you're, so if there's anything I can say, if you're a mom out there and you're anticipating a NICU stay or mm-hmm. you're in the NICU and you're stressing out, they're expensive, but they are worth it. They mm-hmm. are so worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also want to say, you know, with your pump always comes flanges, but they're just a standard size. By the yeah. way, the standard size is not the average woman. Please no. go get fitted. Um, they're super easy to do. Um to be fitted to get your correct size. Cause if you aren't on your correct size, you are not going to have as much nope. milk. So, um, definitely make sure you do that pro tip right there. So, yep. and there's even, um, there's a Facebook group. Um, Oh, I forget the name of it, but they actually, their moderators are trained and were even able to do that. Cause we were in the middle of, um, COVID. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. And so, you know what I mean? Like when I realized it was like, if I didn't talk to a lactation consultant was at the NICU, I was kind of like up a Creek. And so then I was like, Oh, mm-hmm. these people can help me. And they were so gracious and so kind and awesome. They were great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Um, is there any last breastfeeding advice you would like to offer? Mm. Um, give yourself grace. Mm. I think as moms, we take a lot of pressure on ourselves Yes, and then that pressure turns to like, becomes a burden. And then that burden makes it hard for us to actually walk out what it is we need to do. And so if there's anything like, if there's anything I've learned through breastfeeding for babies, it is that you are doing your best. doesn't mm-hmm. matter what the outcome is. The fact mm-hmm. that you are walking that journey out, you are doing your best. And guess what? If there comes a point where you have to supplement, it is not the end of the world. Amen. Some breast milk mm-hmm. is better than no breast milk mm-hmm. and it's okay. It is okay. You know, yes. like, so give yourself that grace and don't mm-hmm. add the extra stress because the extra stress will just weigh you down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think other than that, enjoy it. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. don't be wrong. I know the middle of the night pumps are like, or pumps or, um, or nursing mm-hmm. is like frustrating once baby's getting old and they're like biting and they're doing all those things. It can be like, oh my gosh. But there is something so special about that time mm-hmm. that you're not going to get back. You know, my oldest right. now, he's seven and it's like, I'm like, look at him and I'm like, did I ever really like nurse you? Like, yeah. but that time that we used to just, I used to do a lot of um, side laying because I'm fairly well endowed. Okay. <laughs> suffocate my baby. Sorry. It's like an overshare, but like when I'm That's nursing, good. I'm like a J uh-huh. <laughs> like it's okay. It's not a joke. Mm. And so I did a lot of side laying to nurse him. Mm-hmm. And 
it was just such a sweet time with him. Mm -hmm. And it was such a, like, I've, I've so cherished that time with my children. Right. And even with my last little girl, she had a G tube and, Mm -hmm. but knowing that there was that nourishment and that Mm -hmm. that was part of me, like being given to them, just like Mm -hmm. soak it up. It is such a precious time. Mm -hmm. And it is, you're, you're a, you're a hero. You're a superhero. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's that's all. Like that, I just I have so much respect for just moms in general. But mm-hmm. for people who that's their goal, like you got it, you're killing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for your advice um, and all your pro tips. Can you tell mamas how they can connect with you? Um, probably the best place to connect with me is on YouTube. I have a channel, Mama Wears Many Hats. We talk all things motherhood, even hard and crappy stuff. And uh, I think I have some talks on there about our breastfeeding journeys a little bit, but, um, I'd love to see you love to chat with you. It'd be great. Awesome. Well, thanks again for your time. Thank you so much too, Bethany. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much if you would share it with another mama or post on social media and tag me. I want to personally thank you for wanting to help other mamas. You got this. I'm rooting for your breastfeeding journey.